how you hit that free throw with no jumper. Take my people out of section eight. I stand behind my promise. Pray to God it took a leap of faith like Pac and Biggie Papa. Black Lives Matter over here. The truth they can't see yeah. too often. Get the kid facing trauma, stress, depression, marijuana, 50 cents a jack, heart disease from me now carry out a sweat, blood and tears. My cousin spent five years at this McDonald's, taking classes, studying social work, and hosting fillers pockets. Scarlet fever from industrial parks, pollution gave us asthma. I can't trust the news no more. Cause they put filters on their cameras Six men tell it straight out here Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford One leg inside the trench My wrist came from corporate office uh, Here's the truth Might above the matters I can't let them starve Hood preacher I can't let my city ever fall apart Made mistakes before Overcome the odds And took a charge Built a damn pile Took my youngest Yeah, I'm with the six man How you hit that free throw With no jumper Take my people out of section eight I stand behind my promise Pray to God It took a leap of faith Like Pac and Biggie Papa Black Lives Matter over here, the truth they can't see too often, yeah, yeah, we need change of perks, we always had it the worst, cause white folk policies left us cursed, we need retribution, put 10 bands inside my grandma purse, they set us back a thousand years and took our culture here as dirt, we all kings and queens, right, just hit the six man for advice, my mind was stuck in the gutter, spoken reason changed my life, meditation kept us woke, therapeutic vibes and quotes, they just killed Breonna Taylor, so it's hard to trust her folks, and I sent a prayer for Sent a yeah. for White collar crime through the stock market Mail fraud When it came to food stamps My brother never had a choice Fast forward He just copped through 20 acres yeah. I'm with the six man How you hit that free throw with no jumper Take my people out of section 8 I stand behind my promise Pray to God it took a leap of faith Like Pac and Biggie Papa Black Lives Matter over here The truth they can't see yeah. I'm with the six man How you hit that free throw with no jumper Take my people out of section 8 I stand behind my promise Pray to God it took a leap of faith like Pac and Biggie Papa Black Lives Matter over here The truth they can't see too often yeah. You're listening to my daddy the six man Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're tuned into Real Talk with the Six Man. I am your host, the Six Man. And uh, normally, what happens is um, I like to have these conversations on and offline. But a lot of times, I, I, I tend to have some of these conversations that's online in the group. And I did open up the group and members in the group to inbox me, reach out to me about certain topics and things that they want to talk about. But sometimes, what happens is we're on the group, we're online. Um, you know, some things are said and then sometimes the conversation just needs to go outside the group so it could be more intimate, more personal, um, more descriptive. So I got a group member, me and her was having a conversation online with a couple other group members and she had some comments. So then we inboxed each other and then now we, we at a point where we're having a full fledged conversation. So I just want to introduce the group member and, um, we're going to kind of have this conversation about, um, how dating looks. Uh, in the COVID-19 era. So, remember, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Kev. How you doing? I'm good. So, we so we was having a conversation, and some of the things that you said, I thought that it would be good to, to kind of talk about in the group, you know what I mean? But then I was like, well, let's talk about it offline to see if we can kind of um, get a better understanding of where you were coming from. So, first, you were saying that you're a lady who... Um, doesn't really like to be by herself, right? And then you were saying how COVID-19 has managed to make that a, even more difficult. And then I was having a conversation with you about 
you know, it being the new norm, like, you know, being able to, you know, have to force yourself to do things differently. So kind of give me a take on what's so different in terms of dating for you now. I mean, I know you recently, you know, you know, went through a divorce. I've, I've been through one of those as well. And I know that some of those can be, you know, um, they could be somewhat nerve wracking. They can be either good or bad or just all around bad, you know, so it just depends. But we've all, you know, I, I know a lot of us have either, you know, um, been in uh, in a divorce or either been in a bad breakup that kind of feels like a divorce. Because when you think about it, if you're with somebody and you break up with them, it's somewhat of a divorce, even though it's not legal. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So yeah. so kind of talk about what's been different for you, you know, since the divorce. Well, let me kind of give you a little background history, I guess. So it makes a little bit more sense. So okay. I was married for 20 years um long time that's damn near half my life um and separated about a year and a half ago um and actually i'm not legally divorced yet but waiting for the court date um it's everything's been filed so okay but since then um so yeah i'm waiting for that to happen but well, since then i am i've been dating but not you know nothing serious um but I guess for me because I've been in a marriage for I was in a marriage for so long I don't know what it's like to be alone okay um and so I guess that's the scary part of being um recently um separated and pretty much almost divorced at this point um is it's just a, a scary place to be for me. Now I can't speak on behalf of everybody, um, but well, that's understandable though. That's 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 yeah, understandable. Yeah. Um, so I guess what we were talking about is you know dating in twenty twenty and COVID and everything. I mean, I think even beyond COVID, like I was separated prior to all of this and didn't date really right away. Just wanted to kind of give myself some time to to be alone a little bit but I realized real quick that I didn't want to be alone that I missed the companionship wait wait like so I hold on hold 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 so before you go ahead with that how long was the how long was the process like how long did you actually wait not real long if I'm being very open and honest okay. um not very long give me um, give me give me a six months a month two weeks mm, it was definitely less than six months it was probably like three to four months okay. um, before I started actually like dating. Okay. Um, so to speak. And how, and, and, and how, and how different was dating in terms of what, oh what, what, no, I'm just saying in terms of how, you know, um, like how you would have did it 20 years ago, how, how different is it to you now? I mean, what, what, what type of opinion would you give not like dating now? Like what type of an opinion would you give it? Well, if I'm being honest, I mean, 20 years ago, I was young. I was, I was only 21 when I got married. Okay. Um, so I was extremely young. He was my high school sweetheart. He was a few, he was, he's four years older than me. Um, at the time, you know, back in the day, dating back then was just, y'all were, we were just fucking, you know, that was pretty much how it started. Pretty much. You know, me, you, you start, you know, sleeping together. We probably, the, the equivalent of dating back then was probably going to the movies, going to Fridays, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Okay. And we just end up, you know, 
Um, we actually, you know, got pregnant um, when I was in college and decided, like, okay, let's let's make this move and, and get married kind of thing. And, oh, you know, the up. first, you know, so so we, we, we tried to do the right thing, so to speak. Um, and in the beginning, it was good. Um, things were good. They weren't perfect, right. but, um, we were, we were trying to make it work. And, you know, me being young, I wanted, I didn't want to have that stigma of being a baby mama, that kind of thing. But, um, soon after, I guess, complacency Ooh. to that end with him Ooh. and, you know, you grow, I, I guess when you you're growing together, sometimes you end up growing apart. Mm. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what we did. Um, I know that he loves me. He loved me. I, I definitely loved him. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know any different back then. And there was a lot of things I think I wanted to do. And I don't blame him for it or, you know, I don't regret anything. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I don't. I don't. Because I think I don't think anybody should regret anything that they do or anything that comes in into fruition in your life because it's already ordained what's going to happen in your life. We don't, mm. ha- we don't really have a lot of control over it. I mean, certain things we do, right. but I don't regret anything because I think in the long, long, in the short of things that you yeah. learn from your mistakes, that's the only way for you to grow. And so I'm actually, and I'm still growing. We all should be growing as we age or whatever. Um, but we grew apart. Um, and like I said, complacency with him set in and I started to, you know, want different things out of life, um, that he just wasn't necessarily interested in. And, um, you know, things happen, you, you fall out of love with, with people. And that's kind of what happened with us. I mean, I do love him. I still love him. He's the father of all of my children. Um, and I respect him, but I just knew I was going to end up doing wrong things because I wasn't getting the love that I needed, the support mm. that I needed. Oh boy. I mean, we honestly, Kev, we, we, at, at the weakest part of our life, well, we went through financial problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it, we went through it. Mm-hmm. We tried to get through it, but mm-hmm. we didn't, I don't know that we necessarily did enough to really sustain the marriage. We didn't date each other. Mm. Um, and that's something <clears throat> big for, for those of y'all who are married that might be listening to this date each other please right. keep it fresh you right. gotta gotta be able to sometimes you you may not want to watch that television show that she want to watch watch a little bit of it do something to you know keep the spark alive something but, and, and it's good that you bring that up but i was just going to also suggest you know in terms of dating because that's why i said you know how how different dating is now compared to how it was back then and you hit the, the needle on the head saying that dating back then was us just basically having sex. So back then it was just, exactly. it, I, I'm, and I'm not saying for everybody in every case, I hate to always put the disclaimer out because people are like, well, that ain't me. And I don't listen. Okay. If that's not you, not if, the, if the shoe don't fit, then don't put it on. That's, that's, right, that's right. what I'm saying. But, what, but let's be real. Yeah. Let's be, let's keep it a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, let's well, keep it on. You're not really dating. You don't even really know what you want to do. All you're thinking about is fucking. Man. I mean, everybody's horny, male and female. At, you know, right. nobody's looking for anything, you know, that serious at that point in their life. Um, but, you know, eventually you, you, you learn and you want different things and, you know. 
you but, go from there. But that was the equivalent of dating for me. I, like I said, like and like you said, we can't speak on everybody, but right. I'm keeping it real, and that's what it was. But I'm. But what I guess what I was getting at was back then with the with the sexual part for me, it's like you know we we didn't never really you know become friends. Exactly. Like we you never we never got the chance to really like know each other. N- not even know each other, but just care about a person enough. Because I feel like I hear this word floating around representative all the time. Representative, exactly. representative. And I'll be like, what what is that? So to me, I just feel like you never you really you really don't get to understand who your mate or who your significant other is until you see some type of turmoil. Like until you see some type of hard times, like that's that's when you find out who you really who the representative is, mm-hmm. right? And so right. with dating now, from what I was kind of telling you, it's changed. And so that landscape, in terms of you know mentally how we will prepare ourselves to date, has changed as well. Like some people still take that chance to go out and date. Some people still take that chance to you know, go see this person or go over their house. And at this point, it's just so scary to do that, you know, with COVID-19 out there. So the reason why I said it's a mental thing now, because it's like me speaking from experience, I'll give a little bit of what I've been through recently, but it's like, you know, when you, when you get to a point where you're not, you're not with the person that you thought you was going to be with for the rest of your life, you do need to take time to just figure out, okay, what the fuck happened? What, what's going on and if it's really the end all be all okay how do i how do i complete this process and then be good with it right you know what i mean because you got to be able to be good with the fact that you made this decision because the judge mm. the judge is going to ask you do you really want to do this do, sir do you right. really want to do this and then once you say yes that's your decision right then you got to be able to live with that decision even though when, when you walking out that courtroom or now, in your case, when you get that letter and, and it's signed or whatever, and it, and it mail, and it, you get it mailed in the house, and now you're literally a divorced woman, now you got to deal with the next day. <laughs> you right feel me? That. You feel me? So it's like it's the decisions that we make. We got to better live with them. So I can hear you saying that you, you know, aren't the type of woman that wants to be by herself, right? But then I know of women, literally in my life, that have gone through a divorce. Got another, got another mate. Um, got pregnant by that person. Now they're not with that person, and now dealing with another man, and then dealing with him for less than a year, and now he's not in the picture anymore. But now you got, you know, kids. Now you got, you know, this man that's been around. Now he's gone. Now you got a new baby. Now you had another guy. Now he's. It's just like, you know, at what point do you really want to focus on being happy? And because sometimes being happy means you have to sacrifice some things that you wouldn't, you know, that you would normally would do that you can't do anymore. And the reason why I say that is because when I got divorced, I literally took two years off from everything. Literally. Like I, I didn't go out. And when I say didn't go out, I mean, let me be more specific. When I went out, I didn't want to talk to any women. I didn't want to get any numbers. I didn't want to, you know, have conversations with women because I know how I am. Like I know I'm... I'm gonna just be honest. I know I'm really flirtatious, and not in a not in a bad sense though. Not in like, oh look, what's up, Sean? I'm trying to fuck. I'm just flirtatious in a way, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm flirtatious in a way where I know I can be charming to a female, and I know what that can do in turn. So right, I right. I, I so feel I'm, like I'm kind of the same 
same way. I'm yeah. kind of the same way. I, I can talk to people. I wanted to. I, well, I talk too much sometimes, but um, I'm the same way. I, I think I'm a, a little bit of a flirt too. Right, and I and, and I mean, and I mean, let's just let's just let's just be honest. You know, some people have these. You know, to me, these immature conversations about being a flirt. But guess what? In one way, shape, or form, we all flirt. We even if we don't do it with our mouth, even if we don't do it with our, you know, sometimes we could be flirting just with our body language. I mean, shit that oh, we, absolutely. shit that we, shit that we wear. Like sometimes, let's just be, let's just keep it a hundred. When you walk out the door and you look at your outfit, you like, oh shit, I'm a, I'm gonna give me some looks today. <laughs> It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it just, it just is what it is. And I feel like if people just would be honest, like a lot of these conversations can be way more cut and dry, but this conversation isn't as cut and dry because of COVID-19 and COVID-19 has really shut a lot of shit down. But I've noticed that people, yeah, but I've noticed people have found ways to work around it. Now it's been people that I've talked to since, since this happened that still might have went on a date or two, which I don't I don't take anything away from going on a date because you still feel like you want to meet people. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I, I've heard more people doing virtual dates. I've heard more people, you know, doing online dating where they kind of talk and chat online. And then I've heard that people have reverted back to just having natural conversations over the phone. And I remember which would be a good thing, yeah. which would be a good thing. You yeah. got to be able to talk to somebody. Yeah. I, and and actually, you know, Kev, we this was part of the the conversation we were having earlier about right. talking, right. and the fact that I kind of made mention that a lot of people don't. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. What did I say? What you did said I say? you said <laughs> men don't conversate over the phone. I didn't say men. Yeah, you said men, and that's fine. No, I think I used another word. I, I, I don't I, say that word over the over the airwaves. I, I, took I used it. another word, but that wasn't supposed to be intentional to the male species. Oh, okay, because I get ready to say, so I get ready to say, there's a lot of people who don't talk on the it's phone. It's a lot of people, people yeah. in general. Because yeah. I won't, and I'm not going to generalize. I'm not going to say it's just men or it's just women. It's both men and women but, who have the same tendencies or lack thereof or whatever. Mm. But there, I for me. And I can't speak on everybody. I can only speak on my own personal um, situations. Right. The those gentlemen, because obviously I'm not gay, so gentlemen. So I'm speaking in reference to men. Um, a lot of men that I personally have dealt with are not ones that like to talk on the phone and. I find it weird because I don't come from the age of only just texting. That's just, that's like what my kids do. I have 20 year old kids. So that's, that's their age group. They, they do all the texting and the social media and the, the Snapchat. It's, and it's, all the, that. it's the microwave. It's the microwave society. Yeah. And so, but I think everybody in society, even our, our age, what are we? Have adapted to that. Meetings? I don't even know what we are. We're not millennials. We're kind of on the cusp, at least for me. I'm on the cusp of a millennial and a Gen Z, I think. But people don't like to have conversations like we're having nowadays. At least that's what I've been around. Most people want to text and then the texts are kind of, you know, real short and sweet texts. There's very few people that I've come across that actually prefer to have a 
face-to-face. I'm a face-to-face person. I would rather see you because I want to read your gestures. I want to read your facial expressions. Right. I want to be able to see you, look at you in your eyes to know where you're coming from. But you can, like, but you, but you can do that. But, but you can do that over the phone. You can literally, you can literally listen to a person's tone in their voice and listen to what they're saying to tell you whether. You know, it's somewhat genuine or not. You don't necessarily I'm not need to. With that. You know what I mean? I'm not disagreeing. I, I won't disagree with that. And, and then you I got agree. FaceTime too. I mean, you got FaceTime. Yeah. You got Messenger. Yeah, you got all these no, other. No, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of innovations here with that. Right. And, that and it's great. Right. But again, I, I do feel like you still need to have that personal connection. Yeah. And that. that, that I agree. I agree one. with that. That one to one to really get to know somebody. Yeah. Um, you got to be able to spend some quality time with people. Um, you got to take it back I, old school, man. When you used to go to sleep and hang up, and, and I mean, and, and the phone be still on when you wake up and be like, "Damn, you, you still, still on the phone? The, the fuck? The yeah. Phone. Trust me, yeah. And, and trust yeah. me, I don't care what nobody say. It's happening. Trust I'm me. Not- it's happening. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general, it's happening. I've heard conversations, and I've and I know people right now to this day that are meeting people, um, and they're and they're talking and they're on the phone and they wake up and the person they can hear the person snoring on the phone. I'm telling you, it's happening. It's happening. And so and so and so again, yeah. And so again, the reason why I say COVID nineteen, I feel like COVID nineteen. It has been a blessing and a curse at the same time. And I don't want to, you know, hop on the negative or the or the curse right. of COVID-19, but let's just talk about the positive. The positive of COVID-19 has taught businesses, restaurants, corporations how to survive, how to still operate without mm-hmm. being physically there. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. now we have to look at that and say, okay, how does Dayton look in that realm now? Because you still have to, you know, do these little things that you would normally do face to face. But now you got to do them virtually. And it does not mean because it's not the typical traditional thing doesn't mean that you still can't find somebody. And the only reason why I say that is because it's a lot of people out here that's doing it. And I'm hearing some some great things with people who have been in damaging relationships. And now COVID has allowed them to literally talk to an individual for months right no sex nothing intimate just pure conversation you know where you grew up um you know how your parents were intimately getting to know somebody right right without having it to be be sexual correct i mean but let's be real let's be real okay we all know that you know the first thing that that grabs somebody's attention is the way someone looks the way, you know, if you're attracted to them physically. I mean, we all know that. That's true. We all know that. You know, because if you don't look a certain way to somebody and everybody has their own sense of opinion and taste. Right. You know, what you what you may like in a woman may not be somebody else's cup of tea. Correct. Same thing with me. Correct. But that's the first thing that naturally grabs you. But second, for me... Really, for me, I mean, obviously, that's first for me, too. I'm going to be honest. I, I look, if, if, if you're not physically attractive to me, then I may not, you know, I right. may not go any further. Right. But the next thing for me is the conversation piece. If right. you can keep my mind right. working, thinking, right. and right. You, you, you have me intrigued. Right. Yeah. And then right. the next from that is, can you make me laugh? 
I like to have fun. I want to keep things light. Everything doesn't always have to be so serious. And I, I want to have a good time. Right. That, but I think COVID has actually helped people, some people, think outside of the box. Right. That's where I was going. That's where I was going. Because a lot of people, like you say, are 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 face to face people. Like like I mean, I was like that. Like I want to see you face to face. I want right. to, you know what I mean. I mean, it's people out here making long distance connections of COVID nineteen. I remember a young lady asked me. She was like, you know, is it that people think that they can only date in the DMV? I was like, wait a minute, that's a great wait question. A that's something new for me too. I was but like, no. I was. That's a I, I I was just like that's a great question because if you think about it if you if you talk to somebody girlfriend good friend you know associate whatever if they have a significant other nine times out of ten they ain't a DMV area uh-huh. but I've been reaching out to people and been talking to people and now I'm listening to people tell me they got people who live everywhere and they're in a full fledged relationship I'm like wait what where they do that at and so in my I mind relationships can definitely be hard i you know have i have a friend who who is in another state that i've talked to um for quite some time Mm -hmm. um you know it's different though you i don't know that it necessarily it can work for some but it may not work for everybody i would i would agree with that you know i would agree with that i i want to be able to and, and of course you know thinking back on things like Obviously, before a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have been able to do anything like that. But now that, you know, I'm single and you right. know, or at least to that point right. where I can claim singleness, so right. to speak, right. um, I would have more opportunities to do traveling. Because at some point in time, you wanna, you're going to want to be with that person physically. Right. You can't just have a long-distance relationship but it, but that'll work yeah. itself out regardless though i feel like if that i, I yeah. feel like if you get to a point and, and you're comfortable with that person that's going to happen regardless so i feel like right. that's not something right. that um should hinder the the beginning stages of the relationship but i feel like i at, totally agree but yeah, at the I end totally of the agree. day at the end of the day if this person is connecting with you on so many different levels you got to stop and think about it like joe what am i doing Right. Like, what am I? Am I gonna let? Am I gonna let this person being hundreds and hundreds of miles away from me just, um, stop just stop me from really doing this or what? And so I feel like again, it's the it's the energy. And so I know me and we we spoke about energy, wow. and I was just like, you wow. know, for me, yeah. for me, it's energy now. For me, if I don't feel a certain type of energy from you, it, it to me is no need for me to even deal with it. But then again, it's like. Uh, you know, um, it has to be relatable. Like if you if you tell me some stuff that I can feel, that I can relate to, and and then I can be um, compelled to share some stuff with you. If 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 you allow me to share some stuff with you, then I'm 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 kind of fucking with you a little bit because I don't really like I'm an open I'm an open door and I'm an open right. book to a degree. And I and I think people get it twisted because they be like, well, you tell everybody your business. I do not. I I. I I tell you what I don't mind sharing. But here's the thing. I feel like if you can't be vulnerable with somebody, then what what purpose are you serving in their life? That's 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 a that's a whole nother conversation. Because I feel like guess what? So? Yes, because guess what? When I was married, I had I had some stuff 
on my chest that I thought I needed to get off, uh-huh. and I got it off. And once and I and, and once and once I got it off, she started looking at me different. Huh. Meaning that, like, if I told her something, and something popped up on TV, oh, so you would do that shit, huh? What? What are you talking about? Oh, remember when you told me you woo 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 woo? I'm like, yeah, I told you that so you can understand where I came from. Not but that to, sounds like somebody who isn't secure in a relationship. Listen, but what I'm saying is, if, if if that's the case, though, it's a lot of men who dealing with that. It's okay. a it's a lot it's a lot of women who dealing with that. Because I hear, I hear women tell me all the time, and especially when I was going on different shows and different podcasts, I would hear women always use this V word, vulnerability. I said, okay, but if a man is vulnerable with you, and I'm just saying with the, the woman. With the woman, but, right. I mean, I right. But but if, but if he does that, but then if the woman turns around and uses it to her advantage to degrade him, then what does that leave, what does that leave him to do? Continue to be vulnerable to her. I know exactly. My point exactly. So, so when you say vulnerability, you can't just sit here and tell me, "Oh, men got to do it." No, we all need to do it. But, but, no, no, no. Listen, no, I'm, I'm saying, but, but when you do it, but, but when you do do it, if the other person takes it for granted, then what? You you don't want to be vulnerable no more. You like, I'm about to shut down. I'm not gonna tell this nigga shit. Right. Yeah, I'm not telling right. them nothing else. Oh, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Even though it is something wrong with you, but you don't think you're comfortable enough telling that person no more. Right. So because of the fear of them using it against you. So when you get to a point where you're not face to face with somebody, but you're you're the person that can be strong enough to say what you want over the phone, but not face to face, then COVID nineteen has made you a different person. Why? Because now you're on the phone telling this person your deepest thoughts. You're telling this person shit that you've been through. And just so happens if this person relates with that, now you get on the phone with them like, damn. I kind of like that conversation. It felt good for me to say what I needed to say that I couldn't say to somebody else. And this person was compassionate, told me he, they were sorry that I went through that. and I mean, it's just so many different things that can be done now virtually or over the phone that hasn't been done you know, face-to-face. Because let's say if you did that on a date, Face to face, and let's say you told somebody the the person on the date something vulnerable, and by his body language, he look at you like shit. After this date over, I ain't fucking with her. You already see that, so you but already. You wanna, but but Kev, but Kev, wouldn't you want to be able to see that so that you can know? Okay, it's not gonna go anywhere from here. I mean, let's kind of put the shoe on. Like, no, yes, I agree. I agree, but that. but now, but now you can't see that. So now, oh, so now over the phone, you got to go a little harder now to kind of get that physical image in your head to see if this person really fucking with you or not. But now you got to do it verbally. So now, so now you're forcing yourself to ask specific questions or now you're, you know, saying something specifically so you can get an answer to that specific, you know, uh, question that you're asking. So you can get an idea if I should continue this conversation or if I should continue this friendship or whatever the fuck you want to call it so but do you think it's really that much of a difference whether you said something in person or whether you said it over the phone to like i i mean i can't give you like an example i don't know the only reason the, the only reason why i say there's a difference now is because if you see something on a date you can't necessarily see it over the phone so now doing it over the phone now you're kind of 
not saying forced, but you're kind of forced to get straight to the point mm-hmm. versus play around. But if okay. you get, to, but if you get straight to the point and that person is relatable, that person still makes you laugh. That person, like you said, doesn't take life too serious. You're going to find yourself talking to that person every day. Right. Every day. And so that's why I said in terms of meet and greet, yeah, you still can do a meet and greet, but it has to be virtually. Why? Because you have no choice. Right. Because if you go on a date and the nigga cough, you like, ho, oh, cuz, put that mask back on, Slim. <laughs> I'm just being 100. No, you, you're being 100. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And I- Admit in, 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 on air, I have gone on <laughs> personal dates, so to speak, and been, and kind of been worried about it, and just prayed. Hell yeah! Like, Lord, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm not supposed to be out here in these streets. But watch this. But watch this though. But if you, but but if you did it over the phone, how more comfortable would you be? Oh yeah. Cause you been you been in the privacy of your own home. You you lounging. I've never done a virtual date, but I was gonna say this. I actually I don't remember. I'm in a couple Facebook groups besides yours, and I don't remember if it was this Facebook group or another one that I'm a part of where people were talking kind of about virtual dating and how um, it was a it was a lady who put on there that it got that she did a the first like I guess one of her first virtual dates and the gentleman that she met online somehow and I don't know if it was through Facebook or if it was through a dating app and you know because I've never been on a dating app I'll just say that but they did a virtual Zoom date and the guy had it was really cool the guy had actually kind of scary in a sense too but the guy sent her dinner sent her flowers or yes. something yes you know to her home to now set it i don't up. know what i'd be exactly comfortable with giving my address to somebody i don't know right so that was kind of uh you know right. i was like damn but that was kind of dope like okay the date started and all of a sudden your door you know the doorbell rings and you got dinner brought to you right. and it's from the guy that you're on the call with and y'all right. are eating together and right. talking i said damn that's kind of dope that right. would be kind of cool but then i'm also kind of leery about i don't want to get i don't get this nigga my address right <laughs> Right. You know, it's crazy people out here. Yeah, that's so, true. But that, but but but, it, but again, you gotta. Yeah, but again, and you I you gotta like do it. your you gotta do your due diligence too, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you like you gotta like you gotta case ask search. those questions. Right. I'm, I mean, and listen, and, and guess what? And so again, uh, that's a totally different conversation because I feel <laughs> I feel a certain type of way about that. Now it was a. Com- I've it, never done it, but I have a girlfriend. I'm gonna be honest. One of my good friends. She does it all the time. And I mean, I don't have a, I mean, I'm not saying I have an issue. Well, I guess I do have somewhat of, I guess my issue is, I guess my issue is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, and you automatically, and you automatically judge me based off what this black and white say. Right. And you don't know the circumstances or you don't know what fully happened for me to be in that situation. So it's like. You automatically judging me like a job, right. like oh, oh, you ain't worked here, you ain't got no experience, oh, you can't work it, oh, you ain't got a degree. What? I got, I got experience right. though. You know what I'm saying? So I and, and the lady and the lady yeah. broke it down, and was like, we women, we gotta, we gotta protect ourselves. I said, now nah, I get that part. Don't, don't get me wrong. I get that women gotta protect themselves. It's some crazy men out here. I said, but at the end of the day, if a if, if a joker not gonna keep it a hundred with you, or if a joker is gonna keep it a hundred with you, you gonna know when you ask him. 
So all you got to do is ask. I don't feel like you got to literally go and pull up his his information. I said, because if he went and pulled up your information and he saw something he ain't like about you, how would you feel about him saying, oh, I ain't fucking with her no more because she got this and this and this. Or she got four bankruptcies on her shit. I ain't fucking with her. She a broke joint. Right. No, I, I You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't like it if, if some guy did that to me. So at the same time, you know, I get why she does it. And, and honestly, after she, you know, told me she, and she did it. I did it on somebody a while back, and I was like, I was shocked. Right. And I was like, damn, well, I'm glad I ain't messing around with him no more. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. So but everybody changes, that. though. Everybody doesn't stay the exactly. same. Everybody evolves. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? So I, I feel agree. like, to me, I feel like if you want to know this person, just ask. Ask, right. And if, they don't, the and if they don't want you to know, then you make the decision. You know what right. I mean? Versus this right. MDK sir shit. But I'm just saying as far as women, I always hear, you know, it ain't no good men out there. It's hard to date. We can't go on dates. We can't do this. And I'm just like, Joe, you know, it's like insanity. I mean, but it's like insanity. It's like doing something the same way, expecting a different result. But if you want yeah. something different, you got to do, you got to be able to switch it up. You got to be able to do something different. So I'm pretty yeah, sure, been for a while. I, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people who, you know, taking that opportunity to do a virtual date or do something virtual or talking to somebody on the phone or doing a, a Facebook or a Zoom or whatever. Because guess what? That's what we. That's our last resort. Like, I mean, if I really want to be with somebody or if I really want to get to know somebody, how do I do that without physically going on a date? I got to yeah. figure out a way how to do that. Like, I mean, we just had our award ceremony on, on Facebook Live. And it, I mean, to me, it was a hit. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people watched, but I didn't care because I feel like the people that were on, we had a good time. Right. And so I feel like that's the same thing. That's the same thinking I have with COVID-19 and dating. And I mean, for me, it's not necessarily dating. It's like getting to know the person. And you and got plenty of time. You want to do in yeah. the first place. You, you should want to get to know yeah. who you're dating. Yeah. You should want to get to know who you want to, who you think you want to be around, who you may at some point in time want your family to be introduced to. Right. So, right. I mean, right. And so yeah. that's why. I, and so that's why I was saying, you know, when you made the reference to meet and greet, I was like, COVID nineteen might not go nowhere. So, right. so your thought of meet and greet might have to go out the window. Yeah, and I'm not taking that vaccine no time soon. <laughs> right, and then and, and and then I was also saying, you know, just the mindset because I heard you say that you know you're somebody who you know don't want to be alone, and I was like, well, guess what? You might have to sacrifice being by yourself to actually right. have somebody find you that needs to really be with you. You feel Tell me? me again, say it again. So, so you, I know, no, I'm serious. I'm, you literally may have to sacrifice being by yourself so the person that needs to be with you will find you. Uh. You feel me? Because the energy that you give out is the energy that gives a man, okay, I'm going to go hard at Shaw to see what's up with her. It could be good or bad, depending on what your energy is. And I always, and I got a guy, you know, my, he one of my brothers, you know, for life, his name is Hood. Um, you know, he's an energy person. He's a vibe person. Like, if he meets you, if your vibe ain't right, he not he not fucking with you. Period. Like, he might speak to you. He might be called you, but he ain't fucking with you, though, in real life. So, it's something about that energy that if you give out an energy that you seem like you're a little loose or you, 
you know, about whatever, them the type of men that you gonna attract. If if you got an energy about you that look, I'm about my shit, nigga, credit score, I got a job, I'm about this and this, I'm about family, then the niggas that know they can't play games with you not gonna fuck with you. That and then you might have a couple that's gonna try to hang, but for the most part, niggas that know what you about ain't even gonna waste their time cause they gonna know that they ain't gonna get what they want. So to me, I think it's just all about projecting the energy that you want. That's why I said if you literally are in a place where you don't wanna be by yourself, you may want to get to a place where you get comfortable being by yourself before you decide to go out and do the dating thing or, you know, you know, you know, be vulnerable with somebody because you got to be in a place of peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that I have been taken advantage of, um, you know, and I kind of think I've had blinders on, too. And again, I think that some of it, some of it stems from my personality some of it stems from you know what i've gone through in my past um and the fact that i've never really quote quote dated before so this shit is all new to me right um and let alone just the fact you know being married 20 years everything has changed in 20 years like i'm and you know people talk about chivalry and all of that other stuff too right. i don't believe chivalry is dead i don't i believe that there are men who still have those qualities and tendencies. Absolutely. Um, but, but, you know, because I don't put everybody in a box. That's unfair to I do I mean, it's, so. been, it been, it's been some good men that's been hurt, too. Absolutely. And, and I agree with that. Yeah. There's been, you know, there's been women who have done men dirty, but I don't Absolutely. know, you know, whether they're, re, you know, what the reasoning behind it is. I mean, nobody should do anybody dirty at the end of the day. Treat people how you want to be treated. Right. But not everybody's like that. You but, know, and, 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 and even outside of that, we all got to take that process to heal. That's why I asked you how long was it before yeah. you decided to do that? I'll be honest. Right. I don't think I've healed. Right. I really don't. So guess what? Um, so guess what you should focus on? Me. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Because because at the end of the day, like I say, I mean, and I'm not telling you nothing that's, you know, I'm trying to be Dr. Phil. I'm just giving you shit that literally worked for me. Literally. Like, no, no, I literally. It. Like I, you know, like I said to you before, I'm here to learn. At the end of the yeah. day, if you can't learn from somebody, then what value do they have in your life? Yeah, because you, 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 like, you know what? I don't want to be by myself. I'm gonna go out. I mean, I'm gonna go try, have a good time. And you meet somebody two months later. You like, why the fuck am I fucking with this nigga? Uh -huh. You see I'm what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, I, but but I'm done. With, I was, me personally, I was done with that. Like when I was going, I would meet my man in them when I eventually went out. I would meet my man in them. Of course, there's always women out. And I remember I was talking to this young lady um, and, you know, um, it was just a, it was just a chill conversation. I was watching um, the Wizards. She was a Wizards fan. So it was cool that she knew sports. So I bought her a drink. We just talking. I'm, I'm, I'm being real cordial. I mean, I'm being the gentleman that I am normally. Um, uh -huh. And, you know, when the night was kind of getting over with, you know, she asked me. She was like, so do you want my number? I was like, no, nah, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really into that. I mean, it was it was great conversating with you, but I'm not really into that. You know what she did? What? She cussed me out. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, oh, that's. I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh. Sometimes some women, I guess, I can't speak for all, and I won't speak for all, but some women, I think, automatically assume if a man is giving them a compliment or buys them a drink, that they automatically want to 
date them. Oh, cuss me. Them oh, whatever. cuss me out. Call me conceited. All types of shit. I was like, I was confused. Even the box. Even. Even the bar, I bought her more than one drink. I bought her a couple drinks, and me and the bartender was looking at me like, "Slim, what you do?" I was like, "Nothing." I just told her I, I wasn't interested in getting her number. He was like, "Damn, she went left like that." Yeah, I mean, went left. Called me all types of dogs, and uh, you probably got bitches everywhere. That's why you ain't no shit. I'm like, wait, you was just like the nicest person twenty minutes ago. Now you like this. What the? What happened? So to me. I felt like in that moment, I was like, that's exactly why I don't want to waste my time dealing with nobody right now because everybody, and, and I don't want to say this the wrong way, but in one way, shape, or form, it's a lot of us out here broke. We're, bro mm. we're broken. And we, and we, and we trying to, and we, and we trying to like create this facade that we good and we not. Mm. We not good. And until you get to a place where you're good, you'll be able to say, Oh no, I'm 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 sorry. I don't I don't I don't want your number. I just came out for a good time and thank you for the drinks. I appreciate it. You know whatever, and that's it. And the nigga should be able to walk away and be able to deal with that. But if a nigga give you, oh you old raggedy bitch, you you just wanted me. That nigga broken, and right. and, and he wanted something from you that he can't get now, so he upset. So, right. so I feel like all of us, and and that's why I said you know when I be talking to the ladies in the group, I don't be wanting them to think that I'm being naive because I don't know a lot of these dudes that they deal with. Like I, I'm like, where the fuck these dudes come from? Kevin, stop playing. I'm like, Joe, I'm serious. I'm not. I've never been that type of dude. I remember I had a conversation with a homie not too long ago, and he was like, so you mean to tell me if you hit a chick, you ain't gonna tell another nigga that you hit her? I said, what? I said, let me ask you this before I answer that question. Me telling him that I hit her, what do I get out of that? What prize do I win? Right. You don't win no prize. I said, so why would I tell him? He need to work. He If he want her, he need to work like I did to get her. I'm not going to give him a handicap. Oh, oh, that surprises me. Hey, it's a lot about me that surprises people. And I tell people all the time that the little, the little things that I think about now, and even me and my brother, we have, you know, little conversations. You know, my father was in our life. He was in our life. Let me say that. My father, okay. God rest his soul, was in our life. He taught us how to be men. He taught us how to, you know, work hard. You know, he taught us a lot. But my mother and my grandmother were the two individuals that raised us. So if I'm raised by two women, I have a lot of compassion. I have a lot of empathy. I have a lot of, you know, different thoughts about how to treat a woman. So I've always right. been a little bit different. And you have a daughter. And you have a daughter. Not, so. not, not even, even when I didn't have, even when I didn't have a daughter. Like I still knew some things that I was not supposed to do with women, period. Because if my mother found out she was, yeah, you did what? Yeah. You did yeah, what? Exactly. So I feel like I, me, you know, that did give me the upper hand on certain conversations with females because I could relate to certain things. Like other niggas, just if they out the fuck, they just man, look, I don't want to hear that shit. Me, I'm a little bit more compassionate. I, I'll listen to your story, and that might and that might give me the pussy later on. Who knows? But I'm just saying that was my, you know, that was my. I, I, I had that upper arm on other dudes because they didn't want to take the time to do that. But I'm just saying if you get to the point now. Where you got COVID nineteen, you can't meet people in public, you can't meet people in person, you can't, you know, got all these restrictions, but you still do want to be happy. What do you do? Guess what? It's the perfect time for you to be by yourself, right? And to work on whatever it is you need to work on, and don't worry about being by yourself. Cause guess what? You're not by yourself. You got your kids. That's true. You see what I'm saying? And I mean, and I, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, and I'm just going to put it out there. If you got a couple toys in the house, do your thing. 
That's all you can really. I mean, if you think about, it, that's all you really can do. If you think about, it, I mean, if you really sit and think about it, if that's something that you decide to do, because I've talked to women that say, "Man, I don't do them damn things in the trash. Them things that got on my damn nerves." Because it, 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 it ain't the same. That's for sure. It's not the it's, it's not the, it's not the same. It's watch this, and it's some real shit. I'm going to tell you, it's not the same, but it also desensitizes you from the real thing to a degree. To a degree, it des, it, it desensitizes because a lot of women. I don't come. I, he ain't make me come. I wonder why. Because you so used to that toy. So, yeah. and, and, and you know, with some women, that might be the case. With some women, it might not be. But I'm just saying, just sec- for, for the sake of conversation, you know, I've heard women tell me that, you know, some women need to put that toy down and focus on them. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I, I can't tell a woman to do that if that's what she want to do. But I do know it's women out here that's saying that they're doing it less and less. And in this time, think about it. Think how many, think how many people lost their job. And, and, and think how many think about how many people who you know were thinking about entrepreneurship but had but got forced into doing it because they needed some money to come home right you know what i'm saying so you know so some good has come out of it absolutely i, I mean for me listen for me i'm and i'm just and i'm not trying to you know throw out accolades but for myself you know I, I had a decent job when i first started going live and started this platform back in 2018 you know, I had a good job. 2019, I had a good job, right? And then, you know, right, I think November is when I lost my job because the company that I was with was bought by another company and then we got laid off, right? And then COVID-19 okay. COVID turned around. I ended up working a, a contract job and I haven't stopped since. So it's been a blessing and a curse, but it's like this job that I got now, I ain't got to call nobody and tell them I ain't coming to work. I just don't schedule myself. And a lot of people can't do that. So I understand that. But at the end of the day, I feel like COVID-19 for me has allowed me to have this freedom to kind of do what I want when I want to. I I had time to start my LLC, which I did that. I've had time to now to finish um, a trademark that I that I started a while back. And also, you know, um, organized and started a nonprofit with two of my homies. So without COVID-19. And me running around, who who knows? I probably wouldn't have been wouldn't wouldn't have been able to do none of that. Right. But with right. COVID, but with COVID nineteen present, I was able to do all of that. So blessing in disguise. That too, but I just feel like people have to change their way of thinking, how they look at shit. You're right. You know what I mean? You're like I mean, right. just I agree, because you know what I'm saying, just because that. things aren't going specifically the way you want them to go, don't mean they're not going the way they should be going. Because sometimes we got to be able to not, you know, we got to be disconnected from some people to really see who the fuck they are. Like, you know, you got to be disconnected from that girlfriend and be like, you know what? This bitch ain't really good for me. Let me stop fucking with her. You got to be disconnected because if you still connected, drinking and talking, and shit, you want you want some chill shit. But if you disconnect from somebody and look at them from the outside looking in, you like, wait a minute. Why the fuck am I still fucking with her? And that could be with a, a, a male friend. In a rela- anything. So that's why I say COVID-19 for a lot of people has allowed them to become vulnerable, to become, you know, to sacrifice some stuff. You know, you, you in, in your case, you know, not being by yourself. Guess what? I, I, have you been by yourself through COVID-19? Not exactly. 
No, no, no. When I say when I say by yourself, I mean have you mainly just been in the house by yourself? Um, I mean yes and no. Okay. Yeah. So watch this. Have you have you have are you still here? Am I still here? Uh huh. Have you lost your mind? Have, <laughs> Not quite. Have you went crazy? Right. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's like that thing, like, don't look at it as a negative because everything about COVID-19 hasn't been negative. I mean, it has been a lot of negative with it, but right. it's not all negative, though. Yeah, I think it's teaching us that we need, sometimes we need to just be still. Absolutely. And guess what? And when you be still, and, and the comment that I made, and, and and it's not the first time that I made this comment, and I've said it in my inbox, I've said it on Facebook, I've said it to many women, stop looking. Mm, stop yeah. looking. Don't look no more than if. And again, that's why I bring up that term insanity. What is the definition? Keep doing the same shit, thinking you're going to get a different result. No, stop looking then. Do something different. Do something that you wouldn't normally do. I see a lot of women going to paint and sips. I see a lot of women going to cooking classes, even though they know how to cook. Uh-huh. They, 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 they switching it up. They doing shit differently. And that's all I'm saying. You know, especially if you're not fully healed, get yourself in a place of peace. Cause peace of mind, man. Listen, when I when I when I one day, and it's funny, but one day I came home, I was outside, I was smoking a cigar, I took a deep pull from the cigar, I blew it out, and in my mind, I was like, damn, this is I'm in a place of peace right now. It was fucking, you know, so valuable to me that I was like, I'm not gonna let nobody get me out of this. This place that I'm in, right? So if you think about it, just because you want to sacrifice, just because you don't want to sacrifice being by yourself and you deal with this nigga two months, he ain't no good. You deal with another nigga three months, he ain't no good. You deal with another nigga for another three months, he ain't no good. Now that you got months that went by that you could have been working on yourself, but you still out here fucking with these clients. For what? Work on yourself first. That way you can identify the niggas that you don't want to fuck with. Because you're going to be able to see it, whether it's on social media. Well, I, had a, I had a young lady tell me she had been watching my social media since 2009. And she said that she had seen my elevation from 2009 to 2020. Now, she wasn't trying to, you know, get with me or nothing. She clearly made that a point. She said, right. but I'm just giving a brother his props. She said, I've been watching you since 2009, Slim. And you have really changed the game up from 2009 to now. Keep doing what the fuck you doing. And I get messages like that all the time in my inbox. Like, Slim, I see what you're doing, man. I appreciate you, man. I, I love the fact that you're doing this and that. And the th- I get it all the time. But guess what I had to do? I had to sacrifice something for myself. And I had to turn everybody off for two years and just focus on me. Because going through a divorce with a brand new baby girl was not easy for me. Because So, Kev, so, so with you saying that you kind of had to you know, cut everything off for two years. For those of us, because I'm sure there's other people who are probably listening who may be going through the same shit that I'm going through, give, give me some some advice on how you just desensitize yourself and let go of everything for that period of time. I mean, sure, it could be different for everybody. may not be able to do two years. Um, but but what, what did you do? How did you how did you manage it? So for me, the best way I managed it for me was to think about how can I become the best man for both of my daughters? Mm-hmm. 
And if I'm out here running the streets trying to, you know, put my plug in everything, how is that respecting them? So I just want to be the best man I could be in general. And so I think for me, I just focused on going to work. And and I remember going to work one day and I told the dude, I was like, I'm going to be the type of employee that's going to work like somebody watching me. He was like, what? I said, I'm going to try to do everything right mm-hmm. at this point in my life to see what happens. Because I, I, I've been one that cut corners. I've been one that wanted to do right. something and not do it all the way through or not follow up or not, you know, now that's not me. If I right. say, I'm, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm a, I do it. If I say that, you know, um, I'm not going to, you know, do something like sometimes I take breaks from Facebook for a couple of days, two or three days. I do it. I do it. But I think for me, the, the, the biggest thing that I did for those two years was, just kind of focus on myself, write down shit that I wanted to get accomplished, write down shit that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. write down stuff that I've been saying that I was going to do for so long, but hadn't done it. And then I just focus on that. You know, I mean, of course, you know, did prayer come in? Absolutely. Did I right. have a, did I have a great um, circle of people in my life? Absolutely. But I didn't ask for them. God brought them to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you heard my interview with my um, spiritual mother, Miss K. Ron, but he brought her to me in the midst of my divorce because she was my ex-wife's um, mentor. But then now her and my ex-wife don't talk at all. But now me and her are connected for the rest of our life. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's people like that that came into my life that I had to recognize. Like, So if I was out here wilding out, I would have never met her. Right. She wouldn't have never been able to bring that spiritual aspect to my life because I, would, I wouldn't have wanted to hear it. But right. when, but when you like you said, being still, and I'm, I don't, and I don't like to be too spiritual, but being still mean you're not moving. And so if you're not moving, you're able to hear and see things way clearer than you are if you running a red light or if you trying to get the UPS or if you trying to go get this last uh, Christmas gift. I mean, if you're not moving, you can hear stuff totally different. And and one thing I will say, you know, just from a spiritual aspect, and and I want people to hear this. I mean, not trying to say I'm holier than thou. But God speaks to us every day. And when I say that, I don't mean like he speaks to us, you know, from us. Sometimes God sends people out the blue to, yep. te- to tell us stuff. And we be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I, don't even no, know I, agree. I don't even know that nigga. But if you recognize that it was something higher than just that person, then you like, wait a minute. I need, mm-hmm. I need to think about that. So, I mean, it kind of it, it kind of stems to. You know, the thing that somebody was talking about um, on another post, the soul ties. I, I believe that. I believe that, you know, if you, you know, are having sex with somebody, you you both take on a certain energy from each other. Mm. And so if you don't want a certain energy from somebody, then you, you listen, you, I'm, I, I'm, listen, people, as an Aquarius, people know me. If I don't fuck with you no more, you're going to know it. Why? Because you're not going to hear or talk to me no more. Period. Like if I see you in the street, what's up, Slim? Hey, what's up with you? I keep it moving. That's it. But calling me on the phone or, or texting me or any of that, nah, we not. I, I can't give you none of that. Why? Because your energy wrong. And so now I'm the type of person now that if your energy wrong, I can't fuck with you. And that's why I said that, you know, doing, doing these charitable events, 
you know, serving the community. It's taking my mind to a high level. And it's like to see these kids that I'm giving these gifts to this Christmas, see how energetic they are, see how happy they are. I mean, one one parent teared up in her eyes and just looked at me and gave me the most quiet, thank you. And it, and it did something to me because I can tell that she was really happy Genuine. that I did that. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, you just never, I mean, because there's so many people hurting out here. But you mm-hmm. won't know they hurt unless you talk to them. And I, and I think that's what COVID-19 has forced a lot of us to do, to go back to that old shit, to really talk to each other, whether it's on Skype or whether it's on Zoom or whether, wherever it is. I mean, but we're talking to each other. We're not face to face, but we're talking to each other. And we're not on the go like we was. We're not hustling and bustling and running around. Now we have the actual time to sit down, be still and figure out what we want to do. Because going forward, this shit might not never change. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got to yeah. do something different than what we've been doing because we're so used to doing it. And I hate to use that word program, but it seems like society, this microwave society has programmed us that everything has to happen like this and so fast. And it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it does not. And it does right. not. It does not. Right. And so I just feel like, you know, in terms of dating, I just feel like people can't no longer be like, well, I'm looking for this and I'm looking, listen, when I was single and I, and I realized what I needed in my life. And I mean, again, this might be a different conversation as well, but it's a difference between a want and a need. And I went, and when I, and when I recognized the difference between what I wanted versus what I needed, it was totally different. It was totally different. And so when I realized what I needed, I didn't need, you know, to be out. That's what I wanted to do. It's a different, right. right? And so now right. it's like COVID-19 has put that stress on you like, Slim, you can't go nowhere, so what you going to do? Well, shit, I might as well write these goals down. Like, I don't believe in everything that Steve Harvey says, but at one point he was talking about a vision board. I do believe in that. Yeah. I, I do yeah. believe in writing stuff down and seeing it through. Exactly. And if you got a list of 10 things, if you got a list of 10 things, and every other day you come and mark one off, you can see your progress. Right. That's all I'm talking about is just seeing your progress. And I mean, can you imagine if you sacrificed a year, six months to just be by yourself? And if you out at the grocery store and a nigga just walk up on you and say, hey, pretty girl, how you doing? You can be like, oh, I'm fine. And keep it moving. But if a dude walk up on you and say, excuse me, how you doing? His whole approach might be like, oh, okay, let me see where he going. And then what if he be this gentleman in shining armor that you've been like, damn, he cool. He know how to talk. He respectful. You might give him a shot. But you didn't go looking for him, though. Right. He came to you. Why? Because of your energy. And so we out here, you know, female told me one time, I keep dealing with all these dogs. I said, well, one way to fix that is go look in the mirror. She was oh. like, She was like, what you trying to say? I ain't trying to say nothing. You just said all you've been dealing with is dogs. I said, well, go look in the mirror. Because at some point, you could just look in the mirror and tell why you attracting these dogs. Mm. I mean, I'm, let's just be honest. I mean, we want to no, keep, no, we want, we want to keep blaming everything on everybody else. We can't do that. Right. We can't do that. No, I agree. I agree. Because, because, no. be, you know, like, like, what's, what's the saying? Uh, especially for women. Um, he only going to let you do what, you allow him to do. What you allow him to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So again, on the flip side, if you allow yourself to deal with a dog, guess what? 
guess what guess what the end result gonna be? Some type of drama. Some type of bullshit. You gotta get rid of that. So I think that if people took time again to heal themselves, um, you know, possibly go get professional training. Meaning, you know, counseling. And the reason why I call it training is because it's retraining your mind how to think, how to process information, how to process situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so if you did that, then, you know, if if, if you're just out and about, you know, it could be on a Zoom meeting. It could be on a Zoom call. It could be it could be anywhere. Somebody say, you know what? I like your style. I like the way you talk. I like the way you present yourself, man. Let's go on a date, virtual date. Right. And y'all just talk and have drinks and you just talk about whatever. But I do feel like at that moment, that's when you get these questions that you written down for yourself. What do I want? Right. What do I want from a man? What do I need from a man? I think a lot of people probably haven't done that. I can I'll be open and honest and say I haven't necessarily. I've thought about it, but I've never written it down. I've never really did the pros and cons of, you know, looking and even looking into my past relationship, what I could have done differently. Not looking at what he did oh, yeah. that I didn't like. You but definitely, actually re- evaluating myself. You and what definitely I gotta do that. Yeah, you definitely gotta and do I that. Think people sometimes because of hurts and pains yeah. that they've kept kept um, within themselves, they yeah. don't allow themselves to really look deep within right. um, what they could have done differently, how you could have moved differently, what could you have, you know, yeah. how could you have shaped the relationship differently or acted yeah. differently that, you know. And think and about so, it. And think about it like this too. So let's say if you took the time to do that, right? Your, your tone, the way you react, the way uh-huh. you the way you may respond because in counseling the, the counselor told me don't react respond it's a difference uh-huh. I was like what she said and she broke down what they both were but I'm just saying but if you broke all of that down that energy that you give off to another person they gonna feel it now it's either gonna attract them or it's not gonna attract them or it's gonna deter them there uh-huh. you go there you go and that, and I think in a nutshell that's all. I'm pretty much saying, I'm not saying that you can't go do what you want to do. You can go do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, but then don't come right. on Facebook talking about, oh, these raggedy niggas. No, let's talk about you. <laughs> let's talk about you for a second because raggedy niggas are only attracted to what? Raggedy bitches. Let's just keep it 100. <laughs> let's just keep it 100. Like, I mean, I don't like the, you know, if it's a spade, it's a spade. Right. Right. Um, and I and, and, and I mean I'm 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 one of the ones that I'm not gonna sit here and, you know, belittle nobody, but sometimes in relationships in general, male and female, because it goes both ways. That door opens both ways. That thing opens for men and women, because there's some niggas out here that know for a fact he he listen, some men know off bucks that he shouldn't be dealing with her. But the reason why he dealing with her is because she either got a fat ass or it's something that she can do for him. But he know in the back of his mind, man, I shouldn't even be fucking with Shawty. But you do it anyway. But you do it anyway. And why? And then the end result is what? You ain't even with her no more. And I think, you know, for all of us now, you know, in our late 30s, you know, early 40s, what is the well, mindset? I was going to say late 30s. That's not me. But... No, 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 I'm just saying, but, but, but what's the mindset, though? Yeah, yeah. What's the mind? Like, what are, you, what are you really trying to get out of life now? I mean, if you think about it, the way people have died this year and last year, and I mean, I'm, I'm saying last year because it was so much violence last year, but then now this year, 
with COVID nineteen, what do, what are you looking forward? What are you looking forward to in life? Are you looking for a better way of life? Are you looking for a, you know, a better way to to kind of just live, or are you just on your ratchet shit? If you are, I mean, I'm good either way. But don't tell me that you want some good in your life if you're not going to take time and make certain sacrifices. Because I know, you know, just listening to, you know, people who are wealthy, you know, when I wanted to first start this um, this platform, I remember a good friend of mine from college was like, don't be afraid to be around and even hire people who smarter than you. I was like, what? She was like, don't be afraid to do that. And don't be afraid not to be the smartest person in the room. I was like, damn. Because yeah, how do you elevate yourself? Exactly. If you smarter than you. Exactly. And if you, know, you the one in the room. You don't want to be the smartest person. Right. In the room. Because everybody looking at you like, what? But you broke as shit, though. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> so it's just like, you know, and, and, and that's my thing. My thing is just focusing on what's best for you. And I know. You probably got the tendency, like, you don't want to be by yourself. You want to be with somebody. I mean, companionship is very good, especially with the right person. Especially with, I mean, because when I talk to married couples that got a divorce or either still married, a lot of them tell me, you know, you know, even in a divorce that's going good, 30, 40 years. I got a video of my cousin that's on YouTube. Her and her husband just um, celebrated 20 years of marriage this year, right? And I recorded them last year, but I remember one of the things that stuck out with me with them was, you know, firm communication. Yep. Not, not no loose communication, firm communication. And she was like, sometimes cause it's not going to always be healthy, but at least you get out what you need to get out. So you can have a better understanding of what the fuck is going on. Mm. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. We want everything to be peaches and cream. We don't, and it's not. And, and and you, it's know, not. you know, even, <laughs> even when I, you know, when I first started going to first Baptist church in Glenard and I started dealing with, you know, some of the men there, you know, one of the ministers there, his name is minister skip little, um, him, and his wife, they were over the, um, the, the, the relationship, the marriage, um, ministry. And I remember him okay. saying to me, you know, um, <laughs> um, he called it intense fellowship when, you know, when you having back and forth with your lady or whatever. He was like, Why? but he said, but at the end of the day, that's your wife, not your enemy. Right. So you got to right. be able to be respectful at the same time. And I was just like, what? But what if that bitch ain't respecting me? And da, 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 da. He said, I don't care what she doing to you. You still got to be the man and have some honor and integrity. Right. So I remember one time a homie, you know, recently, you know, went through a divorce or whatever. And he called me and was, you know, asked me some stuff. And I said, listen, Slim, before you decide to pull the trigger, go home. Be the best man, husband, you can be. So that way, if it's still over with, you know it ain't you. Right. What? You want right. me to do what? I said, listen to me. The only way the mm-hmm. only way you're going to get closure when this thing is over with is knowing that you went into it with the heart of gold. So that way, if it does still end, you know it's not you. So when it ends, you can be satisfied that it ended. Because most people, you know, leave situations and be, I wonder why he did this. And I, they don't have that closure. I said, but this, if you go back and you be the best man, best husband you can be, you're going to get your closure as soon as it's over with. You're going to have your closure. You're going to have your closure. Yeah. So that's why I say, you know, it ain't it ain't about, it ain't about, you know, um, you know, really, I mean, me, me personally, I mean, and I'm just being honest. I can care less what a motherfucker think about me. 
really. Because I feel like I've lived my life. I've done a lot of shit, good and bad. And at the end of the day, you ain't no better than me, for real, for real. So, so so who the fuck are you to judge me or to tell me what the fuck I need to be doing when if I go dig through your Facebook and your life, I could be like, well, what the fuck are you doing here? And what the fuck is this? Like, come on. I don't care. You can think what you want to think about me. But at the end of the day, you don't know what I went through to get to where I am now. It's people in college that I went to school with back in, shit, 97, 98 that look at me now and be like, damn, Slim, you done grown a lot, man. I, man. I appreciate some of the shit that you say. I be like, what? Oh, yeah, man, you was on live and you were saying this, this, and this. And you mean to tell me that I'm impacting people? What? Are you serious? So it's like now I got to be humble because my authenticity is helping somebody else. And not right. and not and even I, knowing it. Not even yeah, knowing I, it. Yeah. And I was, I was um, a little nervous about this whole recording thing, but to be honest, I mean, I feel like you, you're absolutely right. You know, some of the things that we all go through, it, it's not just us and we have to realize right. it's not just us going through it. Right. But, you know, when you're going through it, sometimes, you know, you have those those cloudy eyes and that cloudy vision where you don't know, you feel like it's just you, but you never know what your struggle may bring to somebody else right. you're open enough to, right. to speak on it and right. and and not feel bad about it right. and you know and 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 when you speak on it right and you get that inbox and somebody say you know what i appreciate you sharing that today because i'm going through this and you gave me an idea on how i need to fix what i'm doing bam there you go right it's like damn okay it's like it's like that's the confirmation for me that i'm doing the right thing and that's what it is that's that's what it's about and i mean you know, for me, I feel like at this day and age now, where we at now, what do we need more? What do we need more of? Authenticity. That's it. Be who you are. I don't care. Right. I mean, I've guess what? I've sold drugs. I've robbed people. I've been locked up on multiple occasions. I have not always been who I am today. Right. And, and, we, and if, we all have not been who we may be today. Right. And we may not be who we are tomorrow. <laughs> watch know? this. But watch this, though. But the people that we are today can help somebody for their tomorrow. Amen on that. You that's feel true. Me? You feel very, me? Very like true. we can help somebody for for their tomorrow. And that's why I said I'm 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 talking to my man. I'm telling him I want to do a podcast. I'm telling him I'm gonna start getting on the internet and stuff. And I was like, I just don't know. I said, you know how people be having, you know, like their little statements or their mantras for their show. I said, man, I just want people to be better. He was like, that's it. I was like, what? He was like, that's it. That's the mantra for the show. I said, that's what? Mantra, he was right? like, be better than you were yesterday. I was like, what? And then, mm. and then that's it. Being better than you were yesterday. Like if you, if you, if you cussed your baby mother out, if you ran a red light, if you, you know, cussed your supervisor out and God gives you breath to do it again the next day, guess what? You can be a better person. You can go to your supervisor. Look, I was having a bad day. I apologize. I'm sorry. It can change your whole life. It's about humbling yourself. Too. Exactly. You know, people have to learn to, to be humble. Exactly. You know, nobody's perfect. Right. You know. Right. And so that's yeah. why and so that's why I said, you know, you know, having these conversations for me now is somewhat like therapy for me. Because it allows it actually is very therapeutic for me too. I, yeah. I actually feel a little a lot better than I did uh, about let's see, we've been on for about an hour and twenty now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually feel a lot better than I did coming yeah. in. 
and I would also say too this as well. Like I, I kind of suggest books for people to read. Now I'm, I'm going to assume that you had already read the five love languages, correct? Yeah. All right. So you already identified what your love languages are. I'm still learning some of them, though, because I think over time, some of mine have kind of changed correct. a little bit. That's correct. That's you correct. Know? So, so I'm still learning what my love languages are as a 40 plus year old woman. So I would say keep that in mind when you when you're when you're at the point where you want to date because you want to know what the other person's love language is and you want to know if they know what their love language is. That's one. Right. And right. then two. I would just suggest a book for you to read. Well, you don't have to read it, but I, I'm just giving you a book to kind of, you know, gauge as a process of what your talent is on this planet. Somebody told me to read a book. It's called Knowing Your God-Given Talent. Okay. And my like God, God and, talent. and my God-Given Talent, the, the 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 one overall is servitude. Okay. And so, <clears throat> so in some way, shape, or form, what I'm doing now is a form of servitude to everybody. I agree with that. You I feel can me? see that. And so I it's like, that. and that's where I kind of stay. That's kind of what, that's kind of where I live mentally. I want to, how can I help somebody else be better? How can I help somebody else find a job? How can I help somebody else eat tomorrow? How can I help somebody else get something? That's kind of where I am today. Every day is how can I help somebody be better than they were yesterday? That's kind of where I'm at. I love it. Yep. I love it. Yep. I'm definitely going to have to get that. Yep. Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or if not, it, well, I'm not sure if they open, but if you go to First Baptist Church to their bookstore online, that it, it, you, uh -huh. can, you can order straight from their bookstore. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. it's one of their books in, in their bookstore. And so, I, I mean, and that's what I started doing. I started doing a lot of reading. I started just kind of just, you know, being by myself, even my family. You know, they was like, you good? Yeah, I'm good. They worried about me, but if I tell them I'm good, that's all they can. He good, and right. and I was and I was I was just I just needed time to go through what I went through. I mean, I was with my ex for a long time, a long time, and I was off the market for a long time. When I told people that I was married, they was like, "Nigga, stop lying! You of all nigga, you ain't married. Stop lying." Why didn't they believe you were married? Because of who you used to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, like I can't. Get, oh, I need to meet her. I need to meet her. She, oh, she, she got you to marry her. I need to meet her. Like, mm. listen, like, listen. Things change, man. You know, people right. change. Things people elevate. Change. Yeah. yeah. So, the the only re the only thing I would say to close is, you know, the thing that you talked about when we first got on here. You know, don't worry about being by yourself. Because first of all, you're not by yourself. If if right. you if you in, if you in our group. I, and I think you've seen thus far. If you're in our group, we talk shit. We 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 yeah. We, I've been a we, part of that. We, I've been a part of that shit talk. You know what I'm saying? We we bullshit. But when something comes up and somebody lays something on the heart for real, then you got people like you know what? Well, Slim, look, just know this. This this. You know what I'm saying? People start laying out what's really good. Right. So you ain't never by yourself. It's just all about how you feel about opening up to other people. Because there's a lot of people yeah. out here that feel just like you. Right. And they got to right. figure out how they get through that. You know what I'm saying? And not, and not necessarily a divorce, but just they probably was in a long-term relationship and now that's done. And it's like, okay, well, how right. do I how do I get through that? And even for dating, people sometimes probably got to think outside the box. They got to go to, you know, out, 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 
out of their area where they live. You know, if you live in a DMV area, maybe you got to go, you know, further out. Who knows? Because there's people everywhere. So that that was that was my only thing. I just wanted to kind of, you know, get on here so, you know, we can have, you know, that conversation about that. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, I would say, you know, peace of mind and just knowing, you know, that you took the quality time, you know, to heal and get yourself right will be, you know, the opportunity where, you know, you, you he'll find you because I'm, you know, I, I'm not looking for nobody ever, ever. Like for what? Like, I, and I and I know people who've been married for years that tell me the same thing. Like, I didn't, I didn't look for her. We didn't look for each other. We just bumped into each other one day. We talked, and that was it. And I was like, that shit happens. That shit happens. I mean, you 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 get you get like I got a homie. I got two homies who've been divorced. The divorces were, you know, divorced, and now they're both remarried. And they're happy. And I'm like, well, why can't that happen for me? And they are a confirmation for me that it can happen. I just need to be patient. Right. I just need to wait. That's the thing. I, I truly believe it, it can happen if it's meant to be. Right. If it's meant to be. And and like I said, I'm I'm definitely learning. This is, you know, pretty fresh for me. And, you know, I haven't even, like I said earlier, I haven't even actually had the court date yet so i gotta get right. to that point too. yeah yeah I can't, I can't actually even expect someone who i might date to even feel comfortable enough to want to get to that point until they know for sure my shit is done right. so i get that too right i right. get that too right um, but, but once that, that but once that ink is dry mm. and the next day come then that's when your journey starts that's when my journey starts. That's when your right. journey starts. Right. So it's right. like in, in, until then, you know, just prepare yourself. That's it. Just prepare yourself. Write stuff down. Remind yourself of stuff that you, you know, you you want versus what you need, and go from there. Right. That's it. Very no. good words of wisdom. That's it. And much appreciated. Yeah. So I mean, once you once you do that, I mean, you good. Y'all good to go. Got it. So Got it. I'm here whenever you need me, you know, just to talk or whatever. Just let me know. Well, look, now that you done got me on and got me all comfortable, I'm I'm trying to come on again at some point. I don't know what, okay. we might, what kind of conversation we might have, but, um, you know, maybe a panel thing. Or, yeah, we can know. set that up. Yeah, we can <laughs> set that up. Just let me know. All right. Just let me know, man. Anytime. I'm here. Well, I appreciate you. All right. Have a good day. Don't 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 be don't be ducking me now when we get back in the group. Oh no, no ducking and dodging. You know I'm here for all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Oh. And, and like I said to you earlier, I'm I'm okay with being vulnerable. It is scary, you know, yeah. it's a scary situation, but I'm gonna, you know, speak my truth and I don't try to speak on behalf of women because everybody's different and I don't try to generalize men at all and no. I'm also very open to hearing collective criticism because if right. you can't if you can't be open to that then you're never gonna grow. Correct. So you know somebody's gonna have some some real knowledge for somebody. So I always want to learn. That's right. for sure. That's what's up. Well like I say I'm always here. I'm glad we could do it. And anytime you need, you know, to wrap me up or talk or need, you know, you know, anything. Like I, I know a few people that 
you know, I, I, I tend to send people to via Facebook to kind of talk to about certain things. So if it's something comes up and you may need like a, you know, like just, just a woman or somebody to talk to, I, I could probably, you know, put you in the right direction with somebody. But if not, I mean, just, I feel like the group, the platform itself is here and it's built for us to connect and be better. That's it. That's it. I agree. I agree. That's I it. totally agree. I don't think I would be a, uh, continue to be a part of it if it didn't give add some value to me at some point. Right. So right. you keep you know keep doing a good job. Um, you know you're always going to have some people who hate on it. Yep. But you know let your haters be your motivators and yep. keep it moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, again, I'm glad you came on. I'm glad I got you. I'm glad you. I got you in a comfortable state of mind. And uh, <laughs> you know yeah. you, you you can just now you know. Look forward to, you know, getting this thing sealed and getting it done over with. And then just, yes. you know, that next day, you know, then then the real journey starts. So then if you got any questions or anything come up, you know, feel free. I will. All I right. certainly will. So enjoy the rest of your day. I'm glad I got had you on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the um, opportunity to be on. No problem. All right. All right. You have a good one. You too. Okay. Be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday I gotta be better than yesterday, I gotta be better than yesterday No matter if I'm playing six man or star, I'm better than yesterday We gotta be better, do better that's every minute, every second uh, Drop a juice, hope you collecting them uh, The voice of the people, we all gon' get heard This real spill, never clear what I say uh, uh, Always tuned in, never tuned out Gotta stay woke and be asleep